This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. <laughs> yeah, don't want to miss that. Um, good thing we got that out of the way. All right, Pink at Night, I'm the sports machine. Don't do that again unless we absolutely have to or the boss is going to fire us all. Um, welcome into the show. So as Vern was telling you at the end of his show, the big news is in the NFL. And at this point, Chiefs fans, we we have to talk. Like this has to get kind of not serious, but let's keep it real here. Everybody else in this division is making moves except for you. Now, I know technically the Chiefs have made a couple of moves over the last couple of days. We can talk about that, whatever. I'm talking about moves, moves. So, here's the latest. Devontae Adams, probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. Every time I bring up that Tyree kills the best wide receiver, people text in and they're like, oh, well, what about Devontae Adams? Some people always bring up, uh, you know, there's like three or four different guys. I'm looking at his numbers right now. It's tough to argue. So, this past season, dude had, holy crap, 123 catches and 11 touchdowns. Year before that, 115 catches when he was healthy the year before that 111 catches and check this out at least 13 touchdowns in each one of those seasons so that's what he does I'm talking about 1300 yards minimum 13 touchdowns and 110 catches he probably is the best wide receiver in the league so now that that guy comes to the division and it was what, nine days ago, 10 days ago, that Russell Wilson came to the division. And say what you will, he's definitely an upgrade from what Denver's had, a massive upgrade from what Denver's had. Is he still a top-five quarterback in the league? Maybe in a good situation, maybe with a good head coach and everything. So I'm not going to say no. He's definitely top-10 no matter what it is. And they get Randy Gregory, who burned the Dallas Cowboys and ended up in Denver. So Denver's making moves. And those are just the big moves. Because, uh, yeah, the Chiefs ended up doing this with Frank Clark. and they, I'm talking about additions. Because you could talk about the Raiders also re-signing Max Crosby to a $100 million deal. That's a big deal. It's just not new. Like Devontae Adams signing a five-year, $142.5 million deal moments ago with the Las Vegas Raiders. And I haven't even mentioned what the Chargers have done. And adding J.C. Jackson, who's led the league in interceptions in total over the last four years. And a guy called Khalil Mack to that side of the ball. So, everybody's making moves around the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's the good thing. If this was a race to the finish line, the Chiefs already had a huge head start. I'm not trying to knock the Raiders. That was a playoff team last year. Feels like as often as we end up talking about the Chargers or end up talking about the Broncos, we forget that the Raiders did go 10-7 and last year. The Raiders did have all the stuff with one of their wide receivers and their head coach and, I mean, if you put the Arnett stuff together with the Rugg stuff and the Gruden stuff, there wasn't a team last year that dealt with more crap 
than the Las Vegas Raiders. I saw some number that on their roster, something like, I don't want to throw the number out there if it's not exact, but it was like, it was a ridiculously high percentage of their players that had been arrested. Now, it was misdemeanors, but it's also Las Vegas. So it's just, that's the team I think you have to look at after this news that's probably the closest in the rearview mirror in the division to the Kansas City Chiefs because I'm not the biggest Derek Carr fan, and I understand that when it comes to touchdown passes, he doesn't throw a ton of them. For a guy that consistently has 4,000-yard seasons, I mean, one, two, three, four, five years in a row, he's thrown for over 4,000 yards. He's had 70% completion uh, completion percentage three out of the last four years. And this past season, dude almost chucked 5,000 yards. Now there was an extra game, so take it with a grain of salt. But 4,800 yards, 23 touchdowns last year. He's basically a middle-of-the-road quarterback. But here's the thing. You can win a lot of games and maybe win a Super Bowl with an average quarterback if what you have built around him is elite. And it feels like what the Raiders are doing with re-signing Max Crosby on defense, they're going to spend some of their draft picks on that side of the ball, and now getting, by all accounts, the best wide receiver in football to add what they already have been the last couple of years, which is clearly an improving team. They made it to the playoffs last year. I'm not saying they're close in the rearview mirror. I'm saying they're the closest because I look at the, the moves that these other teams in division Chargers still have to prove it to me. The Chargers, to me, are that team where if they get out to a 4-1 start like they did last year, I say, mm-mm, nope. I've seen this way too many times. Once you get to the playoffs, we can have that conversation. Then I'll start talking about you like I am the Raiders right now and giving the respect that I should. The Chargers are still the Chargers until they do different. And as far as the Broncos go, here's the thing, man. They haven't had a quarterback since Peyton Manning. She's to beat him every single time. Literally, every single time since Peyton Manning was there. Is that right? Is that the stat? I think it is. Anyway, when it comes to the quarterback situation now in Denver, we're about to see how good Russell Wilson is. But if he's Russell Wilson cooking Russell Wilson from not that long ago, like a year and a half ago where he was the leader for MVP for most of the season and a guy that consistently puts up absolutely wild numbers. I'm talking, you know, 70-plus percentage in and – 4,500, 5,000-yard passing seasons and multiple 40 touchdowns. This guy is elite. I think he still is. And if he is, a division that has Derek Carr, still be the worst quarterback in the league, in the division, probably the 12th-best quarterback in the NFL and the 4th-best quarterback in the West. That's crazy. Obviously, we got Pat up top. Who's better right now, Russell Wilson or Justin Herbert? If I'm going to go one, two, three, four. Give me, give me, a, give me a Herbert. Give me Mahomes one in the division, Herbert two, Wilson three, Carr four. But Carr just got a whole lot better. If you're just now tuning in, Devontae Adams signs with the Raiders. Well, traded to the Raiders, technically. The contract is five years, $142.5 million. Green Bay gets back a lot. So Green Bay gets back a first-round draft pick and then whatever the hell a premium draft pick is. I've got premium gas before. And I feel like my car was a little bit better. So something tells me that a premium draft pick is good. So they get that. They get a first-round draft pick, some other compensation. Devontae Adams goes back to. I figured that once Aaron Rodgers signed his contract, that meant they were going to figure it out with Devontae Adams. But look, caution caution to Chiefs fans. Here's what happened, big picture. Devontae Adams' contract was due. And it was either pay this guy or you got to let him walk. And the Chiefs were fortunate. Because at the time that they paid their guys, quote-unquote, on offense, Tyree Carroll and Travis Kelsey, 
It was before they had to pay the guy in Patrick Mahomes. Now it gets a little tricky. So all I'm saying is, look what just happened an hour ago. Devontae Adams signs with the Raiders. You're telling me the Packers didn't want to keep him? You're telling me Aaron Rodgers didn't have some sort of conversation which was like, look, I'm willing to sign, and he don't have to stay here. That's up to you guys because you're giving me $150 million over three years. You can do whatever you want. But I would love to have this guy around. Well, he ain't around. They got rid of him, and he came to the division. And you look at the Chiefs, man, it's becoming an arms race. And at this point, I think I'm leaning toward I want Odell Beckham. The thing about Odell Beckham Jr. is this. When he's on the field, he's great. But he isn't on the field that often. If you look at his the last three years, really the last four years, he's out as much as he's in. The last thing the Chiefs need is another Sammy Watkins type player where, where we talk about him. Oh, man, what about that game where he had three touchdowns? What about the catch him in the Super Bowl? Oh, you're talking about Odell Beckham? Did you not see what he did in the playoffs? You know, he'll come back off the knee injury. I know he tore his ACL. Well, hold on. North of 30, tore ACL. Is he going to come back as Odell Beckham, the dude? Or is he going to come back as Odell Beckham, the overpaid wide receiver? Because that's the last thing the Chiefs need to do right now. There's the, po- I can't stand, I'm not talking about football now, I'm talking about life, posturing. Like, when people do things just to do them. Don't do that if you're the Chiefs. Because at this point, the moves these other teams in the division are making, they're not posturing. It's becoming an arms race. They know what you are. Luckily, if we still break down the entire roster from top to bottom, the Chiefs, I think, even after all these free agent moves, are still the team to beat. They're still the best. Vegas agrees with me. But wait until I tell you coming up in the 8 o'clock hour just how much the odds have shifted the last 10 days for the Broncos to win the Super Bowl, the Raiders to win the Super Bowl, and the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. 913-576-7610. Okay, we'll continue talking about this. Grinky's back in Kansas City. Who the hell saw that coming? That's nuts. I'll take your text and calls. 913-576-7610. On the other side, we'll talk a little bit of KU basketball. I'll get you updated on the NCAA tournament and tell you why I realized that I am a true dumbass earlier today at the St. Patrick's Day Parade. All that coming up next. Pink at Night, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All 
All right, so just to tie up a couple of loose ends, the Packers end up getting back the Raiders 2022, so this year's draft, their first-round pick and their second-round pick as part of the compensation package for Devontae Adams. So you knew it was going to take a lot, and then the Raiders essentially end up locking him up to the contract he was looking for, five for $142.5 million. I'll get you updated on the NCAA tournament here in just a second because there's upsets brewing. Um, What I was trying to get at is that when the Chiefs had to pay Tyree Kill, what was it, one, two, three and a half years ago now, whatever it was, three years ago, and Travis Kelsey, at that point, Patrick Mahomes wasn't making a ton of money. He was still on a rookie contract. Obviously, that's not the contract that Aaron Rodgers is on right now. He's on the whatever the exact opposite of a rookie contract is. He's getting paid all the money, right? Like he's going to literally make $150 million in the first three years of this deal at 38 or however old that dude is. And the Packers needed to pay currently need, I shouldn't say needed past tense, need to pay other guys like Devontae Adams around him. But basically now they can't because the money is due at the same time. That's how it works. We've all had bills where we're like, no, no, I can take care of the water bill until the electricity bill comes. And then you're like, no, I'm cool. I can take care of the water bill and the electricity bill until the damn cable bill comes too. And then what are you going to do? Who are you going to pay? Which one are you going to take care of? Let me tell you an old trick. I don't know how many of the uh, the utility companies this works for, but write a check, make sure it's there in plenty of time, but date it either like two months in advance or really if you want to pull off a good one, like date it like 2023. So make it like all the way to next year. And then I think what what they've done, you know, I've pulled this trick before, and it's been a while since I've had to do this, I'll be honest with you, but I did it multiple times, especially in college. This is a big move of mine. And then they get back with you, and they're like, sir, and they give you like a little grace period to pay your bills. So anyway, just a little trick. But anyway, my point is, when all those bills come due, and for the Packers it was, you want to pay your quarterback $150 million? Well, there's another guy that wants $150 million, and he got it today. Five years, $142.5 million to be exact, from the Las Vegas Raiders. It is kind of a big middle finger to Aaron Rodgers where they could have worked something out with Devontae Adams. I'm not suggesting the money's not there. I'm suggesting that if they were to pay him, there probably wasn't going to be any other money to make any other moves. So that's the one that they decided on. 913-576-7610. Let's quickly switch gears, and I'm going to update you all on what's happened so far today in the NCAA tournament. For my money, this is the best day on the sports calendar uh, North Carolina smoked Marquette earlier today. Shock is smart. I don't get it. Like, and people were giving him so much credit for what he did at Marquette this year. All right, they were fine. Nineteen and thirteen, middle of the road. They were a middle of the road seed, a nine seed. Like, he is. This is not old Sean crying over the VCU loss. It kind of is. I'm still pissed off about that whole thing because the people forget about that loss. Unlike the Northern Iowa loss or the B schools early when Bill Self was the head coach, that was to go to the Final Four. And they had to play in the first four. VCU did. So not only were they really not even a tournament team until they were, all you had to do was beat VCU. KU was like a 13-point favorite. I've never liked Shaka Smart maybe because of that, but also he goes down to Texas and like does absolutely nothing. I, I'm not sold on that. Anyway, North Carolina smoked Shaka Smart's Marquette Eagles today, 95-63. Michigan beat Colorado State, 75-63. Memphis, everybody's talking about Memphis all of a sudden. Penny Hardaway's squad, 64-53 over Boise State, 
Richmond, the Spiders, the biggest upset of the day so far, 12 over 5, 67-63. Providence took out South Dakota State. Down go the Jackrabbits, 66-57. Tennessee all over Longwood. I mean, Tennessee is, that's it. They're scary. Tennessee, 88-56. to Baylor, no problem with Norfolk State in a 116 matchup. Gonzaga was only up two at the half over Georgia State, and they ended up burning them in the second half, winning that game by 21. I'll get you updates on what's going on right now in the NCAA tournament. Let's go out to the phone lines. Cody is in Blue Springs. What's up with you, Cody? Oh, hey, I actually sold you insurance one time. Oh, thanks, man. (laughs) My guy. But, yeah, I wanted to talk about the division. Uh, First, I just want to say Russell Wilson, he's actually got lesser weapons than he did in Seattle. And Look at what he did the last year and a half with DK Metcalf and Lockett. I mean, they just haven't been a very good team. And Denver, I mean, yeah, they have some weapons, but I don't think they have DK Metcalf or Lockett. And then I want to go on to the Raiders. I mean, yeah, Devontae Adams, great receiver, but is he going to be as great as he was with Aaron Rodgers? And you kind of made a good point about the Packers. Those bills come due, and that's what's going to happen to these all these other teams. And the Chargers, I mean, Herbert, yeah, he's a talented guy, but I was looking at some comparisons of Tua. People are saying, Oh, yeah, if they would have drafted Herbert, Brian Flores was still. Anything is, Tua is 15 and 8 in his career. Herbert is 15 and 17, with one of those wins being with the Chiefs rested all their starters. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see it. I mean, they're improved teams, but. I just don't see any of these as great teams. Cody, I need to, first of all, thanks for the insurance. Second of all, I feel like I needed to pay you on the side to be my, like, stats guy. Like, those <laughs> those numbers are really good, dude. Um, although, I will push back a little bit. Russell Wilson was not bad at all last year. You got to remember, he was hurt for a portion of the season, and he had 25 touchdowns to six interceptions, 65% completion percentage. That's pretty damn good. All those numbers are pretty good. And every single year for the past five, he's had 65% completion percentage. And just 2020, so we're not talking about a long time ago now, he threw for 4,200 yards, 40 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions and was the leader in the clubhouse for the MVP. So does he have better weapons now in Denver than he had in Seattle? No, I'm not trying to argue that. I don't think that he does. You know who does have better weapons in the division? Derek Carr. (laughs) After the news comes down, Devontae Adams signs with the Raiders, traded officially, so Green Bay gets back a first and a second. Devontae Adams now in the silver and black, five years, 142 and a half, a million dollars. From a Chiefs perspective, I'll say this, and we'll just wait to talk about NCAA basketball and KU on the other side of the commercial break, so we'll just talk football from now till then. When it comes to the division, the moves the Chiefs have made, they've been, they've, they, the Chiefs feel pretty good about themselves. They must think that they're King S right now that they don't need to make a ton of moves. And maybe they're right. Maybe they are. That all we need to do is kind of bolster the secondary a little bit. Or did you really bolster it because you lose Traverius Ward? We can talk about that. Does anybody think that the Chiefs have gotten significantly better with the moves that they've made this offseason? 913-576-7610. And look, we're official partner of the Chiefs, and I'm the biggest Chiefs fan you're going to meet. But I also calls it like I sees it. And you look around what the rest of the division has done so far. And, and to be fair, it ain't over yet. Oftentimes, Brett Veach will make that splash. Remember the Chris Jones thing? Nobody thought he was going to get re-signed. At least when he did, it was the 11th hour, and they figured that out. Tyree Kill, five minutes after he got reinstated from all that crap, he got a contract. So the Chiefs do figure these things out. I'm not doubting Brett Veach. All I'm saying is, so far, what Brett Veach has done compared to the general managers of the other teams is not as active. 
We'll see what that means. The Chiefs are the Chiefs were better than all those teams, I would say, by a pretty significant margin at the end of last year, right? You look at all those other teams, the Raiders snuck in the back door of the playoffs. They had to win the last week of the season. The Chargers chargered the whole second half of the year, completely collapsed. And then you look at the Broncos. They, for a minute, we were talking about, eh, maybe, no, come on. Fired the coach, got a new quarterback, traded, you know, traded away Von Miller in the middle of the year. Like, that never really was. Here's the thing. It feels like the Chiefs two or three years ago were head and shoulders better than everybody else and that they were going to win division after division after division going forward the same way that they have. Because it ain't like the Chiefs just won the division last year and they're coming out of nowhere two years in a row. I mean, they won the division last year, the year before that, the year before that, the year before that, the year before that, and the year before that. And if we're talking about winning the division, because the Chargers and the Broncos, obviously, with these moves they're making, are trying to do that. Yo, those teams haven't won the division, either one of those teams, in over a decade. It's been 11 years that it was either the Kansas City Chiefs or the Denver Broncos that won the AFC West. So it's about time that those teams start to try to catch up. Jake is in Kansas City. Jake's on Bink at Night. What up, man? How you doing, brother? Uh, This is the first time I've talked to you guys since I called in the night we lost to the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. Oh, yeah. Um, I told everybody they need to keep their heads high, that that wasn't going to be – that wasn't going to represent what we were. Um, I think in that game we showed complacency. I think everybody can uh, pretty much agree on that. And my biggest worry with everything that's happening in free agency now – and I want to add, I've always been the trust of each guy. Yeah, me too. He's earned it, right? Yeah. Um, But at the same time, it's getting really hard – to watch what if these guys were just going to Buffalo and just going to Cincinnati and going to the, you know, in different divisions, it would be one thing. But this division is we're talking about maybe one of the lotus, lo, one of the most loaded divisions in NFL history. I mean, it is crazy. Now. We'll, we'll, we'll see about we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. Definitely, when it comes to quarterbacks, it is. I mean, it's it's as loaded as I can ever remember. Also, you got to remember that there's going to be some carnage, so everybody's got to play each other twice. They're going to beat each other up a little bit. But it sounds to me like you think, Jake, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, that not only are the Chiefs not making enough moves, but these other teams are making moves and getting close. I think that one. I actually come on here, and I don't want to. I don't want to bash the Chiefs. And like I said, I trust each. So what I want to do is I want to speak to some of the fans that are really worried. There's still a, a bunch of moves we can make. There's a, these guys are big names, but these are big money guys that are going to. Um, and one thing that I want to remind people is that Don, Devontae Adams is the receiving core minus Darren Waller in, at the Raiders in, in, in Vegas. And, if, and that contract hinders them dramatically. So if anything happens to him, it's just going to hurt him that much. Oh, no doubt. But, I mean, on the flip side of that, and thanks again for calling in, Jake. I appreciate you always calling in and listening, buddy. Uh, I mean, Devontae Adams kind of crosses out Tyree Kill, right? You talk about their tight end over there, Darren Waller. I'm not going to say he's Travis Kelsey right now, but Darren Waller's on the come up. Travis Kelsey is probably in the next couple of years on the come down, you would think, and they kind of cross. Derek Carr's nowhere near Patrick Mahomes, thank goodness. But is the Chiefs defense, does the Chiefs defense have a guy on that side of the ball right now like a Max Crosby? that just signed a four-year, $100 million contract. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if we're starting to line up all the pieces and say, well, we got him, well, we got him, well, we got, like, if they started picking teams, the Chiefs and the Raiders, the Chiefs would get the first guy, then the Raiders, 
then the Chiefs, then the Raiders. 913-576-76. And that's just one of the teams in the division. <laughs> that's not even talking about, oh, yeah, by the way, Russell Wilson's also now in the division. Oh, yeah, the Chargers, who have one of the better young quarterbacks in football. We'll see if he's what he looks like he was right out the gate in Justin Herbert. They're adding, too. They're definitely getting better. We'll keep talking about this. I'll update you. There's a couple of upsets going on. A 12 is up 7 on a 5, and Kentucky's losing right now. I'll tell you what else is going on in college basketball, and then we'll get right back into football right here on Bink at Night, 610 Sports Radio. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. So the, uh, the text line is very one-sided about these moves, and I'm going to tell you what side they're on coming up here in just a couple of minutes. If you're just now tuning in, Devontae Adams is now a Las Vegas Raider, five years, $142.5 million. Green Bay gets back a compensation package, which includes the first and second round picks this year from the Raiders. Also, this just happened, um, Byron Pringle signs with the Bears. Byron's a bear. The Bears. One year, what was it? Four, five, six? What was the deal? One year, $4 million for Byron Pringle. So he's no longer coming back to Kansas City. I'm not saying that's a huge move one way or another, although now you have to get a guy like Byron Pringle and try to find him for $4 million or less, essentially. That's kind of the the, the threshold that's been set at this point. But it feels like everybody's making moves around you right now, and the Chiefs so far, min- minimal moves at best. Yes, no. One year, six million with four guaranteed. Sorry about that. No, you're good. So he still has a chance to get six million bucks. So were the Chiefs going to pay him that much? I don't think so. Let's get you updated on what's going on in the NCAA tournament right now at halftime. San Diego State is up on Creighton in the eight nine game, thirty seven to thirty. St. Mary's all over Indiana at halftime, forty to twenty eight. Real quick question: Why? Uh, why does the so Indiana was a twelve seed? Why does the 12 seed have to play their way in in the play-in game? So they've got 16 play 16, like Texas Southern versus Texas Southern CC or whatever it was. Why does the 12 seed have to play their way in? I'm sure there's a reason to this. The only thing I can think of is, is every single seed that's a 12 or lower, so 13, 14, 15, and 16, are those all maybe automatic bids for smaller conferences? They don't want to screw too many of those teams. It's the only thing I can think of. Because if not, you're telling me that it's better to be an at-large 13 seed or a 14 seed, in theory, or a 15 seed than it is to be a 12 because you have to play your way in. It's weird. Anyway, it didn't help Indiana having to do that a couple of days ago because Indiana's now played two games, and some teams aren't even going to play their first game until tomorrow night. It's crazy. Crazy, I tell you. Anyway, Indiana's getting smoked by St. Mary's 40-28. to Oh, Kentucky's now pulling away from St. Peter's. The Peacocks, uh, 45-40 with 14 minutes left. Kentucky in the 215 matchup is up. Although, if you like those 12-5 uh, upsets, and I know you do, right now New Mexico State is up nine 
With 11 minutes left over UConn, 47-38. to New Mexico State over UConn, 47-38. And there's still a bunch more games coming up later on tonight as well. We'll keep taking your phone calls. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. Wait till I tell you what the text line is saying about this, the division, all these moves, because it's very one-sided. Coming up here in a little bit, you got Vermont and Arkansas. Arkansas is a four-seed word. Uh, Vermont and Arkansas go at it. San Francisco and Murray State. That that doesn't look right. San Francisco versus Murray State is a 7-10 matchup. It feels like that should be like, a, I don't know, that just doesn't look right. Uh, UCLA, Akron coming up later on tonight. And then the last game of the night, the one that everybody's been looking forward to, my Kansas Jayhawks. The one sixteen matchup, KU takes on Texas Southern. That doesn't tip off till 9 o'clock. Which is cool because that's when I get out of here. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. So let's get back into football where everybody's making moves. The big news of the day, Devontae Adams with the Raiders, five for $142.5 million. I mean, you look at that team now with a pretty good running game and a above-average offensive line and a top-five tight end and I would say a top-12 quarterback and now you add probably the best wide receiver in the league. And I was looking at their defense numbers last year, top half the league. You re-sign Max Crosby, who's an absolute young stud edge pass rusher. I mean, man, <laughs> the Raiders the Raiders look pretty good. You look at the Chargers. The Chargers at one point last year, after the first month of the season, Las Vegas, they didn't usually get this wrong, had the Chargers as the favorites to win the division. Remember, they had already beat the Chiefs. They were 4-1. and one. It was looking good for the Chargers. And then, of course, the Chiefs won the division like they always do, and the Chargers chargered like they always do. But for a time there, it looked like the Chargers were on the come up. They do have Justin Herbert. They do. They re-signed Mike Williams. They got J.C. Jackson in their secondary. And I didn't know this until I did a little bit of research. That dude has 25 interceptions over his first four years in the league, more than anybody. And then they also got Khalil Mack. Is he still the same dude? No. Can he still set the edge and get to the, to the quarterback? Sure. And then, of course... Denver, you want to talk about defensive moves, they got Randy Gregory, and then they also got this cat named Russell Wilson. So here's what the text line has to say about it. All right, check this out. We were talking about, oh, okay, all the moves that they're making, everybody's saying, okay, this and that, and then from the 816, oh, shoot, is what somebody had to say. From the 816, the Chiefs are rapidly approaching becoming the worst team in the division. From the 816. These are all different numbers, by the way. Oh, hell no, brother. I'm getting nervous. A different number. Oh, hell no. Devontae Adams to the league. 913. Every team in the AFC is trying to beat Kansas City right now. Kansas City's built for the long haul. Veach has this covered. Okay, cool. One on the side that's like, okay, it's all gravy, baby. I'm reading them all. 816. We're in trouble, brother. Here's where I stand on after these moves have been made. The Chiefs are still the best team. If we lined them up, the Chiefs still have the best chance to win the Super Bowl because they still have the best quarterback and the best coach. And when it comes to that, all these other quarterback, coach, offense, A, now Derek Carr gets a new weapon with Devontae Adams. That's all new. That's a thing. So is Devontae Adams going to be as successful with Derek Carr as he was with the best quarterback in football, Aaron Rodgers? Or I shouldn't say that. I think it's Patrick Mahomes, the back-to-back MVP. Probably not. I don't know if they can scheme that way. The offensive line is definitely not as good as it was in Green Bay. And the quarterback's not as good. He doesn't have big of an arm. So is Devontae Adams going to put up as big of numbers there? Probably not. You look at the Chargers. 
and you look at bringing in a guy like Khalil Mack, who knows? Maybe he's an average football player at this point in his career. The Chiefs are still the best team in the division. But, and I like big butts and I cannot lie, and this is a big butt. These other teams are all really good, which they haven't been in the past. Like, Denver's a really good football team now. I don't care what you say. I got to look at their over-unders when it comes to win total. Man, I'm looking at their Vegas odds right now to win the Super Bowl. They're 15-1. to They went from 40-1 to to 15-1 to overnight. Look at the Raiders. And this is now just, I mean, just now updated because I got goons everywhere. So don't worry about how I know this stuff, but I do. The Raiders were at 24 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. And now they're at 16 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I mean, we're talking about teams that I'm not going to say they got a real chance to do it, but they kind of do. If you're curious, the Chiefs are. Seven to one right now. And the Chargers are take a look at this. They're still kind of out there. 30 to 1. So according to Vegas, Chiefs are the best team. Then barely the Raiders second best. I should say Chargers, then the Raiders. Hold on. Chiefs. Raiders, Broncos, Chargers is how Vegas sees it. But it's getting closer. Think about what those teams were just a couple of years ago when the Chiefs were winning the Super Bowl. The Chargers sucked. They still had Phillip Rivers. Or it was that transition year. Can't remember. My memory's been shot since my days at KU. What do you want from me? I know who the quarterback was for the Broncos last year. Well, at least for a while. It was that dude, Drew Locke, and he ain't that good. Now they got Russell Wilson. I know that the Raiders had the whole Henry Ruggs situation go on, which was awful for off-field purposes, for human purposes. But for football purposes, it was also bad for him. Well, they figured that out. They got Devontae Adams, five years, $142 million. We'll keep talking about it on the other side with my boy Nolan on the Sports Machine and you until 9 o'clock right here. Bank at night, 610 Sports Radio. Yo, where's Manute Bull when you need him? You know what I'm saying? In this St. Mary's Indy, I know he's dead. Rest in peace. Welcome back to the show. Sports Machine, Sean Levine, Nolan, taking you up until 9 o'clock. 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and all over the world on the Odyssey app. So in the St. Mary's, Indiana game, St. Mary's is cooking them. It's 45 to 29. Um, the ball got stuck behind the backboard and like the same, whatever. And for like five minutes, they're trying to get the ball down. And they tried everything. The first thing that what they do is they try to throw another basketball at it. Then they get one of those mop sticks to try to get it. Then they take like the tallest guy they can find. You know, they eventually got it down. They got a 95-pound cheerleader on some dude lifted. I don't know how they can do this. Some dude lifted her up like 10 feet in the air, and this girl got the ball down and got the loudest cheer I've ever seen because she's an Indiana cheerleader, and all the Indiana fans were going nuts. And I looked up real quick, and I'm like, what'd they do? They were just down 15. Why why is Indiana fans going crazy? They're still down 16. It's because their cheerleader got the basketball down so they can continue playing. So that's good. Um, it's also good. My sister is officially touched down in Kansas City. She's driving home with my pops, listening to the show. Amanda, Dad, what's up? Nolan Brooks, Sports Machine, taking you up until 9 o'clock. A lot of teams are making moves right now. So St. Mary's, excuse me, St. Peter's just took the lead over Kentucky. How about that? The Peacocks. 
You ever seen a peacock in real life, Nolan? I have. You have? Long, long time ago at the Kansas City Zoo. The Kansas City Zoo? Yeah, long, long time ago. I don't think they have them anymore. I don't know if they still have peacocks. They got kangaroos. They have a, uh, at the, what's the petting zoo called? The um, the damn, Deanna Rose Farmstead. They have a peacock or multiple that just wander around. Can you pet them? It's a petting zoo. I don't know. That's up to you. Seems like it'd be tough to pet a peacock. Sounds kind of dirty when I say pet a peacock. New Mexico. Over UConn, but UConn closing in. So 52 to 50. So the Huskies are still alive in that one. 52 to 50. 50. Now, St. Peter's, the Peacocks are pulling away. Don't try to touch a Peacock. 55 to 52. St. Peter's over Kentucky. San Diego State, Creighton getting kind of dicey. 41 36. And then I told you all the other scores already. KU plays at 9 o'clock tonight. That's when I get out of here. Feel free to holler at me before that. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. Lots of stuff happening. Goodness gracious. So KU basketball tonight. For my money, today is the best sports day on the whole calendar. You got basketball all day long. Everybody goes into work and pretends like they're working, but they're not. They're looking at their brackets, seeing what's cooking. And then you've got Zach Grinky. What? Zach Grinky coming back to Kansas City. I brought on Vern, what, not yesterday, but the day before, and I was talking about Bobby Witt Jr. I was talking about Mondesi. He was talking about Daniel Lynch. I feel like we covered the gamut pretty good because I let's just be honest. I feel like there's a lot of people that when it looked like baseball wasn't going to get going for a while, kind of said, screw it. I'll figure it out when it happens. But And now it's here. Well, at least spring training is. No talk, no mention of Zach Grinky coming back to Kansas City kind of funny because Grinky was the only reason to watch Royals baseball for about a four or five year period. They sucked. They were terrible. Worst team in baseball. Losing 100 plus games, last plays, and essentially Zach Grinky said, I don't want to be here. And in hindsight, that worked out really well for both teams, right? Like the Royals end up getting back, who was it, Escobar and they got back uh, Lorenzo Kane. There was another guy. There's a pitcher in there that they got back. Anyway, they ended up getting a good deal where ultimately those guys helped them win the World Series. You don't win the World Series, I think, without making those moves. And you look at Zach Greinke's career. He's a future Hall of Famer. I'm impressed if you can tell me all the teams that Zach Greinke's played for off the top of your head. Let's play that game real quick, Nolan. You and I both. Let's see if we can do it. Let's go in order. Kansas City. Milwaukee. See, you were going to miss it. Be honest, were you going to miss that one already? No. Okay, Milwaukee. Seattle. See, I had no idea. Are you sure that happened? Yeah. He Seattle? Pitched against Mike Sweeney. Seattle? In 09, yeah. I'll take your word for it. I'm pretty sure. Um, Definitely. As far as order, I'm kind of lost LA, now. I know that. LA, he, Arizona. LA. Arizona. Let's pull it up. And then Houston most recently. For the Astros. Let's see how many teams that Grinky's officially. Okay, so we got, did we miss anybody? Um, Let's see here. And you're a liar. Never played for Seattle, by the way. Um, So Royals between 04. It's all good. Between 04 and 10. And then in 11 and 12, he was on the Brewers. Uh, you were thinking West Coast American League team. I'll let it slide, brother. He did play for the Angels for that one year. And then he was on the Dodgers for three, the Diamondbacks for four, and the Astros the last three. Goodness gracious, this guy's been in the league since LeBron for 18 years. And the numbers, it's not really fair to look at his numbers in Kansas City where he was under 500. And since he's left Kansas City where 
this dude has had some unbelievable seasons. Like there was a year where he went 19 and three with a 1.66 ERA. He went 19 and three with a 1.66 ERA. That's and, elite. And had 200 strikeouts with the Dodgers. Now that was six years ago. So the Royals still getting back that guy. I don't know. But last year, it's not like Grinky was bad by any means. 4.1 ERA, 11 and six record, 120 strikeouts. He was, he pitched in 30 games. He was relatively durable. So I think that that's what the Royals are hoping to get out of Zach Grinky. Wouldn't it be crazy though, if somehow they can make a playoff run and then, cause Grinky's probably not going to be, I mean, we're talking about a one-year contract. Is he going to be here after this year? Is he going to be here for the long haul? Is he going to be here the next time the Royals are good? Probably not to any of those questions. But I do think that it would be just crazy if ultimately Zach Grinke is back when the Royals do make the playoffs because the reason that he didn't want to be here in the first place was because he didn't think the Royals had any chance to make the playoffs. He was right. It took a couple of years, but here he is. So the Royals just became a whole lot more interesting. So did the AFC West. If you're just now tuning in, Devontae Adams signs with the Las Vegas Raiders. The biggest story today, five years, $142.5 million. Green Bay's compensation package back includes a first and a second round draft pick. So now you kind of look at all the moves that the Chiefs have made or haven't made compared to the rest of the league. Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Max Crosby re-signs with the Raiders. The Chargers, J.C. Jackson added to their secondary. Khalil Mack added to the defense. They also re-signed Mike Williams. And then Randy Gregory, in a weird set of circumstances, was talking about going back to the Cowboys. He said, nah, screw you. I think I'd rather go to Denver. Weed's legal. That's my words, not his. It is legal. And then Russell Wilson also goes to the Denver Broncos. So, it feels like, at least according to my text line here, 913-576-7610, I ain't going to say we're scared, Kansas City, because we ain't, but we're honest. And compared to where the Chiefs were a couple of years ago, hell, compared to where the Chiefs were heading into this season, nobody thought the Broncos were going to be that good, right? Maybe a playoff team. Nobody thought the Raiders were going to be that good. I think they overachieved by most standards or did what they were supposed to at 10-7. and seven. Chargers, same thing. Going forward, all those teams, besides the fact they have to play each other and have that ultimately makes it difficult for everybody to go over 500, those are all over 500 quality rosters. Are they 13, 14 win teams that they could possibly mess with the Chiefs? Chances of winning a seventh straight AFC West? I don't think so. I don't see any of these moves that they've made as catching the Chiefs. I see them as an arms race trying to load up with the team that's the best in football. But here's the scary thing. Those contracts for a lot of these guys are multi-year deals. Like J.C. Jackson's going to be a charger for at least the next three, probably the next five. Same thing with Devontae Adams, the way this deal works out. He's going to be there for at least the next three, probably the next five. Same thing with Randy Gregory. Russell Wilson will definitely be there for at least the next four years. According to the contracts. You know what that means? The Chiefs have to figure out Travis Kelsey here in the next couple of years. we got to figure out what's going to happen with Tyree Kill. That's why I keep saying, besides this dude named Patrick Mahomes, two, three years from now, there's not really one guy on the roster you can point to and say, well, he's going to be here for sure. But for sure, that is the first hour of Bink at Night. Coming up on the other side, we'll get an update on the NCAA tournament. And speaking of, with Coach K about to be donezo, I came up with the Levine's list for you. The best college basketball coaches 
since the year 2000. All that's coming up in the final hour of Vacant Night. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. This is 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.